0: Welcome to the Bowler Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder. I'm Richard Skinner. Bowler completes its season with a 3-6 and record after beating Highlands on Friday night, 50-14. We're going to recap that game, look ahead to the team banquet, some off-season stuff. Uh, the coach is with us. Um, Mark, uh, I'm not sure you could have scripted that game to be any better for, for your guys. Um, we had talked about, would you have guys that want to play? Would they play hard? Did it matter? Did you want to send the seniors out and like I said, I'm not sure you could script it any better, not just because the way the score wound up, but the way your guys played, you got everybody in, you got the seniors off the right way. You had a senior that intercepted a pass in, in, in that game that didn't get a lot of playing time and the True. sideline went berserk because I, I think they realized the significance of that moment for him. Um, so seriously, if you if I had told you the, the game is going to go the way it went, the way you had hoped, I'm not sure you could have written it out any better, right? Yeah, no, it
1: ended the, the season the way we certainly would have liked for it to end the season. I mean, that was uh, – uh, I thought we were clicking. I, I thought that we were playing well, um, and it was it was a fun night for sure. But, you know, there are always those questions, and I, I felt pretty good about what the answers were going to be to a lot of the things that you just mentioned uh, based upon our attitude leading up to the game and things along those lines. Yeah. Um, Yes, I I think that there was some things that you could say that we're playing for nothing. What are we playing for? Those are questions you could be asking, Um, and and I – you know, certainly you could say it from a different perspective, like nothing. But I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was that for the players, for the coaches. It was um, we're, we're playing because we love the, the game of football. This is an opportunity for us to end this season the way we'd like to end it, um, if we can be focused and and prepare well and and go out and play well and send these seniors out who we all think the world of uh, on the right note for for their high school career. So I felt like. From our perspective, there was a lot that we were playing for and that we were a hungry football team to go out and and, and do that. And I thought that there, there certainly was a bad taste in everybody's mouth after the, the, the last game before that one that um, everybody wanted to get out. And, you know, usually you don't get that chance. No, you know? right, right. And this, was, uh, this really was a very, very positive thing for uh, the program, the players, the seniors in every regard. And, and our kids took advantage of the opportunity.
0: Offensively, big night for for your quarterback, Noah Gesselbrock, and if he's going to go into this offseason with some confidence, um, I would certainly think that he will go to bed at night thinking of of a four-touchdown first half and I think a five-touchdown performance overall, um, and and just pretty sharp from the get-go. Talk about his growth a little bit as he developed from the first time you started him. You started the year with T.J. Rotello playing quarterback, just trying to put an athlete there, and T.J. did the, the best he could and moved to running back, and obviously that was a an added weapon there for you guys. But, yep. but how, how did Noah grow? And it wasn't a long period. We're not talking about a growth of 12 weeks here. We're talking about a growth of five or six football games for him. What did you see from him, and, and especially the, for him to cap it off the way he did? Yeah, I think he got he got
1: better each week. You know, he had a, probably one, the one off week is in the second start. Um but Yeah, but, at, uh, at, at X, yeah. Yeah, but but besides that, I thought that every week he got better. He got better um at making good decisions, not forcing the ball if it wasn't there and and um you know, handling the, the the game situation well. I thought that he did uh, got better and better as the the season went on, for sure. And uh, he's got a lot of tools and and um, and a lot of weapons around him to be able to utilize. So I, I certainly was pleased with with Noah's development throughout the the year and and where he ended off.
0: The weapons around him, you got a chunk of those guys back. Tanel Bryant developed into. Uh, I mean, obviously he has the speed, and that part's a given, but. But he turned into a bit of a playmaker for you, Tyrell Davis, with just his size. You got a, you almost got a tight end out there playing wide receiver. He's so big, and yeah. and obviously Josh Cattis at tight end. Um, I think he had a drop on Friday night, but then after the drop, he, he turned another one where he catches it, and it's so it's so funny to watch because when he catches it in space, he turns. It's almost like he's looking for somebody to hit. He's not looking to escape anybody. He's looking to hit somebody. But um, you've got some guys that, that that as the season evolved, they evolved. Absolutely, um, you know we're, we're going to miss Tyrell. I mean, he's a
1: senior for us that that played a big role and and really did a, a great job. I mean, he he had some acrobatic, spectacular catches. Um, you know, I thought he progressed throughout the year. He did a great job for us at times. He, he wasn't one of the the back guys on kickoff return, but he was uh, that up guy was, who returned yeah, some. Yeah, absolutely. He was kind of in that spot where they they sky the ball, and, and I thought we did a good job in that unit. And so they ended up skying a bunch. I thought that he did a lot of great things, both offensively and. Uh, special teams wise throughout the year, but um, we're going to miss him. But we do have a lot of weapons back from uh, from this this team as far as in the throw game. And and you mentioned uh, Tanel. I mean, he's um, you know a young guy that that uh, you know had an opportunity to present itself through um, having an increased role due to some injuries and and uh, specifically with Brandon yeah. and and uh, you know because he his role went from being you know. Subbing in with him to that that he's taking that position because Brandon was unavailable and and taking that role and running with him and and did a fantastic job and Josh Caddis you know I mean boy oh boy he's he's a complete tight end I mean he um, does a great job in the pass game I mean he makes um, some really really nice catches strong catches and and as you said he's great with the ball in his hands after the catch yep. it's not um, not because he's running away from someone I, I think you no, I swear well, it, it but... looks like
0: he's looking and going wait a minute we're, I'm gonna go to you because I want to hit you <sighs> <laughs> yeah, well, they just
1: bounce off of him a lot. So it, um, he, he's really good with the ball in his hands because he's such a strong runner. He's he's athletic, but uh, you know we've got other guys on the, on the perimeter that that have done a nice job. Jared murk is as is, uh, I thought he's emerged throughout the year. I think Kurt uh, he's a really good tall, long, athletic guy. I mean we we've got a lot of good weapons, and we've got some young guys that are uh, coming up that that I think are going to be. Uh, in the mix as well, uh, you know, and obviously Brandon, somebody that we missed throughout the year. He's a very, very good talent. But but those guys, there's a lot of talent coming back on on the perimeter for for our quarterbacks.
0: Offensive line wise, um, you, you got a lot to replace there. No, um, no you got some guys in on Friday night though, some younger guys, and and there was a couple of, of moments for them as well. Uh, you know, obviously, I think the goal would be, and you've talked about you want to play anybody that's ready to play, whether they're a sophomore, freshman, you know, junior, senior. But senior offensive linemen are certainly a little more physically developed. They're you know, sure. they've, they've 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 matured to a point where they're they're strong, and so that's usually what you're hoping for. Um, but that doesn't mean you don't have guys behind them that might have been ready to play. You just have a bunch of seniors. So where do you stand in, in that regard, and is that the big question mark for you, kind of going into the off season? Uh, certainly,
1: offensively, that's that is a big question mark. Um, I, I think the other position, there, I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of. Uh, battles still I mean even though there's people that are maybe returning in certain spots I think that there's really really talented guys um, coming up through the ranks that that are uh, not just sitting there saying hey I want to wait my turn you know and and I'm not a big wait your turn guy you you know I mean it's it is hey I I don't care if you're a freshman or a senior whether you started last year or you didn't um, best guy's gonna play. You know, and and we can find roles for everybody that's playing well. I mean, it's not like in a 65-play game you have to have somebody play all 65 right, plays. Right. Uh, we can have roles, but but there's going to be a ton of competition. But uh, the one, I, obviously we've had five senior um, starters, and, you know, Joe Juergens is a sixth senior, but get, those those six guys have started basically every game uh, throughout this year at the offensive line. So we're going to have a lot of fresh, new faces in there. Um That is a position just due to uh, the – the nature of it you know it's a it's a physical position yep. that usually yes uh, upperclassmen the the older you are the more you've developed the more time you spent in the weight room uh it's also a, a i know people don't think of it this way but it's a it is a developed skill sure, no more no more so than um necessarily wide receiver or db you see a lot more guys it's like hey go out there if you can run fast and you can catch a ball we'll, run we'll, past your way to make yeah. this work yeah <laughs> yeah like throw him the ball and let him run around uh, i mean that's that's uh, backyard stuff that you do no Nobody's pass setting when they're like six. Right. I backyard. mean, I, I,
0: yeah. Offensive line, it's, it's footwork. It, yeah. it, it, it's upper body. It's, it's precision of steps. It's, I mean, there's a no lot, question. you're right. There's a lot to it.
1: Yeah. Everybody thinks of it the other way, but there's more skill development at that position than there is the other ones. And so, um, I mean, even like you go quarterback, oh, that needs to develop. Everybody goes out and throws the ball. Nobody pass sets. Nobody drive blocks, you know, when they're six years old in the backyard. I mean, Unless you all, got an older brother, right? Or a younger yeah, brother. One yeah, yeah, exactly. One <laughs> you know, but, but so that, that is going to be a big question mark where, um we've got a lot of of uh experience to replace there um, but i i feel really good about uh the talent that we have coming back i think that we've got a handful of juniors and a handful of you know current juniors and a handful right. of current sophomores that um th- there's going to be a lot of competition which i think will be good competition usually brings out the best in people and and um We are certainly not going to be nearly as experienced as we were this year, but uh, I I do think that there's probably going to be more question marks of like, well, who's it going to be? Then, therefore, um, larger number of people pushing on a daily basis. Go go earn it. Go earn it. Yeah, you know, if if I don't have a great day today, guess what? I might be a two um, versus, um, you know, some guys might have been kind of – pretty well established sure. at those positions and, and so forth. So, no, I think that that's going to be a question mark, but I think we've got some talented guys and, and guys that will develop uh, this offseason to to step up and, and play a really strong role for us.
0: Defensively, uh, good performance on Friday night. I mean, there two touchdowns. One came on a, an interception return. One came on a uh, kickoff return. They, yeah. they they had hardly any yardage whatsoever. I think, I'm just doing this off the top of my head, I think they were 0 for 8 on their first, uh, first 8 third down. Uh, conversion attempts in the, in the game. And, and the one thing throughout the year, and I think I remarked to this in the very first game you guys played, you, you know, out of the 11 defensive players, it seemed like you rotated 17, 18 guys on a regular basis at different spots. Um, and, and you've got a chunk of those guys back. How much of the rotation was a, those guys earned it B trying to keep bodies fresh and C maybe some development there. Cause you, you did, you got a lot of younger guys that, that, that not only played on defense, but uh I don't even want to say made an impact, but certainly made their presence felt on defense.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So we're not going to play guys that haven't earned the opportunity yeah. to do so. I mean, you have to um, you have to play well enough for us to want to wanna put you in the game. I mean, it's, it's not going to... Uh, it's never going to be just well. Hey, you're in the two deep, sure. and then therefore you play. Uh, you have to earn those those reps, and and we had a number of guys that did. And, and we want to play fresh. We fresh guys that, that are playing hard, running into the football. That's going to be a staple of what we're going to do. Is we're going to play hard, um, and, and the best way to do that is to be fresh. Now, whatever that capacity is for each guy um, to to be able to play fresh and play a million miles an hour that way is is, is different for each guy. But um, that's the goal is for us to have a a fresh football team. And, and here's the thing is the other part of that is, is that you might be able to be fresh playing every single snap in the first quarter and the second quarter, but it, it does wear you down sure. where um, by the fourth quarter, maybe you're not playing your best football. So um, that is where you know, it may not be. Well, he didn't run to the football that last play well enough. It, there's a uh, cumulative effect of of what the 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 game can take on you. So we do want to play a, as many guys as as um, earn it. You yeah, know, right. essentially, and 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 find the right ratio for that. But you I were mean, able to do that. I mean, you yes. were able to get a bunch of guys in on a regular basis, on a very regular basis. We did do that, and and. Uh, I thought that that was great for us as far as a health standpoint. I think that that uh, it does limit your injuries because when you're you're playing with less fatigue you're you're gonna have less less issues as far as that stuff is concerned. Uh, I think it's gonna allow you to play your your best football at the end of the year. you're just you're not uh, as beat up and as worn down um, by the end of the year. And, and I think it also does help with development of of younger guys and and getting them a couple snaps here, a couple snaps there but we're not doing it just for development you know i mean we're yeah. um, we will be
0: but it helps i mean yeah i mean if you get three sophomores in there that have earned it and they're playing 15 18 snaps whatever the steps is it certainly doesn't hurt right no question and and uh someday hope to be playing
1: for state championships and and things like that 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 really matter at the end of the year and 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 really would like for when we're in those situations to be doing the same thing of, of playing a large number of guys playing uh, in the upper teens of guys, you know, even maybe as many as 22 guys on a very regular basis um, when we are like that, because a, we'd like to be doing that, keeping fresh through what would be a very long season, being able to keep fresh. 10 games plus. Yeah. Yeah. If you're playing in a state championship, I think it's 15 15 games. Yes. So keeping it fresh throughout the season, um, it would be part of it, but playing your best football at the end of the year, uh, I think that those are those are key components of that. Um, that. We'd like to do that, and if you're going to be a state championship team, you're going to need to have talented guys, and hopefully you have a bunch of them. Yeah, that, right, exactly, that, uh, exactly. that that have earned I, that right. I'm to playing get 18
0: in. guys because I got 18 really good guys. I want to get in a football game on that side. of. Right, it. So, yeah, yeah exactly.
1: and I think if you're really, really good like that, it's probably rare that you're like, nope, these are the 11. Right. That's it, and and the, no, the 12th guy, man, he's just terrible.
0: Yeah. I mean, we, it's a big drop off from yeah, 11 to 12. Yeah, yeah
1: usually you, I mean, when you're a talented team, that's that should be the case. And, and at Moeller, we have. A large team. I and mean, we have 70 freshmen playing. Um, they play A and B games. So so you should have a large number of guys sure. that, that are capable of, of doing that, of, of being in the game and playing a role. And I think it helps the morale. I think it helps the energy um, and all the other things that we just talked about.
0: thought a really cool moment on Friday night uh, late in the game, Adam Smith, a, a senior defensive back, who um, I don't remember playing a whole lot of snaps during the year. Um, if he did, then, then shame on me. But I don't remember him being in there much. And he gets an interception. Um, kind of playing, playing like look like kind of on the hash, and the ball was overthrown. He makes the play on it, and uh, I- I'm not sure I've seen a more excitable moment from your sideline all season long. And there's been some excitable moments, but the sideline went crazy for him. What what, yeah. what was the significance of uh, of that in your opinion? Just the, just a senior getting a chance and making a play to kind of end it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think I think that there's a handful of things. First of all, it's our, you know, I gave a lot of grief to a lot of the other guys. That was our second pick of the year. I mean, we certainly did not have a lot. Well, of that was the excitement to... level. I'm sorry, then maybe that's the excitement level. No, then. no, yeah. it had a lot to do with Adams, an awesome young man that every, you know, he's just super positive and and uh, very well liked by all of his teammates. And to uh, to have him get in there because he probably didn't play a whole bunch of snaps on right. defense and and for us throughout the year, but for him to get in there and and uh, Uh, get a pick I thought that that was uh, uh, that was neat and and the reaction of his peers was was priceless I mean that was awesome to see how excited everybody was and and uh, uh, no that was that that was a really really neat moment so um, I'll tell you what we had you know on the on the other end of things that was uh, a unique situation too and and I don't I don't know these stats for sure but uh, Dick Beerman had Uh, who knows uh, the stats of Moeller pretty well, Um, never had a freshman score a touchdown before. And we actually had three um, throughout this year that that scored. So uh, Jordan obviously had scored touchdowns uh, throughout the year. He was unable to play due to uh, an injury in the last game. But then we had – a freshman to freshman uh, touchdown from Van. Trust to me, shame Eli. on me because
0: I yeah I, I didn't have him on my roster, and I kept thinking, uh oh, this is the time you get caught off guard. So those <laughs> were freshmen then. Yeah, came, we, I, we had
1: we had a freshman throw to a freshman um, uh, in the last game. So it, for the first time in Molar. History from what I know. Again, I'm, I'm just going off oh, of Dick who said this.
0: D- trust me, Dick will know. Yeah, he he and, will and, know.
1: Uh, that we've never had a freshman score a wow. touchdown, and we had three. We had, well, two guys score and one guy throw, right, which, right. Is, which is pretty neat. I think that that also shows that uh, we're more than willing to, to – put in, no matter what the age, what, what the grade is, if, if they're capable and they, they're, they've are they earned it, we're, we're willing to put young guys in and, and have them play varsity and all of those things, which I think is great.
0: Special teams wise on Friday. I know that kickoff return that, that Highlands yeah. had for 96 yards had to disappoint you for sure. Yep. Um, but you had Nolan Malone that it felt like, I think the first three punts, he was within... Um, maybe laying out um, or or a step from blocking it, and then he finally got one. Obviously, you guys had seen something because he, he came hard just about every time to get that. I, I know, again, they, they, you can talk about the disappointment of the kickoff return, and, and, and I'll let you do that for sure. But, um, but Nolan blocking that punt, I, I think it was well-earned because he came so darn close so many times.
1: Yes, absolutely. So, no, uh, it was great for Nolan. Um, you know, there was a couple times where we thought we had um, – you know, say a couple of games where we thought we had a shot. Yeah, was, uh,
0: Jordan in the in the Hamilton, in the Hamilton game.
1: Right. Yeah, where we're where just schematically we're looking at it and going. And I like to block punts. I like to go after it. I'd. I, I mean, I'm probably like seventy five percent going after sure. it as opposed to return or anything. Well, and,
0: and not to cause you know, I I always think in high school too. You don't have a long snapper that that's a pro level long or a college level long snapper. Sure. A lot of times. I mean, obviously somebody had to evolve from high school to do that. But there's not a lot of them. It's why, right. why Clark Harris is still long snapping for the Bengals. And he may do it till he's 50 years old because he's never had a bad snap in his life on a, on a field goal, extra point, or a punt or an unplayable snap. Right. So it is a – It is th- that to me is the part because there's sometimes I'll look in pregame and go, oh, no, that guy's long snapping – that's not going to be yeah. a good night. So. Yeah,
1: no, no question. Yeah, I can tell you this: uh, we're going to start Owen uh, training long snapping really early because that's uh, you want. There's not many jobs in in professional football no. that you can stick around for a long time. But we're going to figure out whether he punts or, or long snap yeah, right, better, right. and right. whichever one he does, yeah, you're the guy. Starting <laughs> in the next couple years, no. we're no. going to start the training for him because that's the only thing that you're like. nah you can do this for a really really long time. Yeah, so, no question. Um, but but yeah, there was a couple games where we thought that we had. Um, we had we should be able to get a block and and um i was really to be honest disappointed that we hadn't up to this point i don't think we'd blocked a i mean field goal we'd come through i mean i don't know how many times Wyatt had come clean through and and he 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 dodges the ball better than anybody in the country it feels like um i was giving a hard time about that but but this was one where we thought that we had a, a short edge and and we could come off of it, and yeah, Nolan was like, it was like close, like three or four straight times. And, and I will
0: say, the punter, to his credit, a lot of times when he angled, he would angle a little bit just enough away from that side of the field to, yeah. when Nolan, Nolan just couldn't get there, he was either going to rough him, or he was going to have to completely lay out to just try to get a yep. piece of it. So. Yeah,
1: and I ended up telling him, I said, listen man, I don't even care if you if you run into him, lay out, like, like you are so stinking close, yes. like, I, I'm willing to take the shot on this one, and... Um, he did get the piece of the one. It crossed the line. We did a good job of getting away from it. But yeah, I mean that was uh, that was neat for Nolan. Again, that's a big play, and that's a senior. That um, yeah, All right. You know, a neat deal, and I, I don't think Nolan wants to to go on and continue playing college football. So, neat neat deal for him that, uh, and he was battling injury; wasn't sure he was going to be able to play in the last one, and uh, ended up getting a really uh, a neat play that to to kind of cap off his his career here.
0: All right, last part of this segment, I got to ask you because I'm still trying to figure out what happened at the end of the first half, and and I asked a couple of official friends of mine, and they said sounds like they messed that up. So let me set the scenario up for people. So you guys are faced with third and goal from from distance. What it was a twenty yard line? Whatever. Whatever it was, you, you run a play towards the boundary, players inbounds, uh, gets tackled in bounds at about the, whatever, six, seven, eight-yard line, fourth and goal from there is what it's going to be, and for whatever reason, you you run down by an official, and you're looking at the clock, and the clock stops with five seconds. It should not have stopped, and I think Correct. you're clear in understanding that. It should not have stopped, because the guy did not go out of bounds. He was close nope. to the boundary, but the clock stopped, and you're looking at the official, and you're looking at the clock, and you're looking at the official, and you're looking at the clock, and in the interim of all that chaos, you run a snap and get a touchdown. They decide touchdown doesn't count, which it shouldn't have. The clock should have run, A. Um, And then they decide, no, we're just going to call the half. So what did they say to you? What was the explanation? And I've told a couple of officials the same thing I'm going through, and if I'm wrong, please let me know. And they said, no, you should have probably reset the clock to five seconds, force him to take his time out, and then have him make his decision at that point. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, and again, it it was um – you know, water—it's water under the
0: bridge. It, it, it and, is. I'm and, just, I just want to know what happened. <laughs> yeah, and and that was legitimately—I—I I think I was less angry. I, no, you were—you I I, I yeah, you weren't jumping up and down like a crazy person. I've seen uh, a couple of those before. Yeah, yeah. no,
1: I mean, there's some times I I act like a two year old and I need to be better. But um, well, I I, I, I wasn't um, I wasn't I was not uh, I was just more so like I don't understand because before the the. So before the play before the touchdown there was there was a timeout if I something like yeah right. I, I think that's right. And and so literally I'm I'm talking to the official and I'm I'm going through the scenario. We're going to run a play. Then we are going to run another play fast if the bu- if the clock gets down to 2
0: seconds. I'm, I'm
1: calling timeout. You're standing right
0: next to the guy. I'm telling literally, the guy yeah, right.
1: this is what is about to happen. So I said, so I and and I said to him, so I'm coming down with you because there's such little time on the clock. I'm coming down with you this whole time to be because I am gonna call time out. And so we run the play. I I see that it's happened. I see that like we're in bounds. And so I'm I'm done even watching what's happening I at the don't. Clock. I was watching I, you. I, I was don't watching care, you. Look at the yeah. clock. I, I don't even care what's happening. I don't care if it looks like we're about to get it off. All I'm doing is watching the clock. And so I'm watching the clock, and it's not rolling. Now, I agree. It should have been rolling. Sure. No question about That's it. That's why you were down there for the timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and we didn't get out of bounds. So, And, and I knew that it should have been rolling, because if we would gotten out of bounds, I would have walked back into the box and, and been ready for us to play the next play. But I, I was like, yeah, it should be rolling, but it's not. Good, you know, like good for us. I don't have to take this time out. We're gonna just, we're gonna snap it. Hopefully, we score. Um, But I'm behind him, waiting, waiting, waiting. We, you know, I can hear that the commotion of the play has started. The clock then starts. I watch. We score, Uh, and then they, they say, well, uh, they take the touchdown off the board, and I go, I'm just so confused. What are we doing here? You know? And they said, um, well, the clock should have been running. Right. I said, yeah, 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 I'm with you. Yeah. You know. It should have been, but I would have called timeout. Like, but you didn't. i go, but the clock didn't run. Right, that's, you know?
0: right, that's, was, right, that's not your control mechanism. Yeah, I, 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 it,
1: it was one of those where it was like that. like there was like this – this never-ending circle of like it was like I was like, but it should have but, I, but, it, I, but it, I, yeah no, I, I would have called timeout with two had, seconds to go I told him that right I told you that he said you did say that and they said yeah but it, it should have been rolling and so we just have to to live with what happened we don't know that you would have called timeout I go well if we would have lived with what happened we then scored touchdown. That's yeah, touchdown, you know? and, right. and they're like yeah but the clock should have been running I'm like alright th- this conversation is just this has no uh, logical that, end and, to and this like I said, one I, here I talked to
0: a couple of official friends of mine and, and they said that they should have granted you, then the timeout, re-put the clock at 5, you're forced to take the timeout, whatever, yeah. let it roll, you can take it at five, four, three, two, whatever whenever you need to take it, yeah. and then you make your decision from that point.
1: And, and, and that's okay. I'm just, I'm glad, I mean, listen, I, I the number of mistakes I make um, in every yeah, aspect I just, of yeah, my life is... Yeah, I guess it's just,
0: to me, it, it's one of those ones where... I'm not sure how you get penalized for 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 that, and it's nobody's fault. There's somebody up there that's a volunteer running the clock. They're not always yep. perfect, and that's okay. I get that part too. I just don't get the part of where you're there trying to take a timeout. You were going to take the time out. They go, yeah, I know, but the clock's on. Yes, I know, but I should take it up. Yeah, but the clock's right. on. That almost sounds like a like a bad cartoon for lack of a it, better term. It, it,
1: yeah, it felt I felt like a dumb and dumber moment. Yeah, no, and no was, question, was, no question. But, and but it didn't make a difference in the end yeah, of the day. No, so that's no, a good no problem. doubt. Right. I mean, like you just. Thankful that that's at, at the end of a first half of a game that we're we're in pretty good control. It's not at the end of the fourth quarter of right. a state championship right. where that you're like brutal. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, where you're going to come unglued and un, and and not be the person that you want to be because you just, you know, you feel like it didn't go how, how it should have. So uh, it, it ended up being irrelevant. I mean, no big deal. I mean, sure, Tennell didn't get the touchdown and whatever. But, uh,
0: I mean, at the end of the day, it's all good. Yep, all right. I just wanted the explanation. We'll take a time out. When we come back, we'll finish things up. It's the Molar Football Podcast with Coach Mark Elder from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Get the skinny on Cincinnati sports with Richard Skinner only on local 12.com and the local 12 news app exclusive content in-depth analysis podcasts and more Cincinnati sports news 24 7 get the skinny only on local 12.com and the local 12 news app welcome back into the molar football podcast with coach Mark Elder I'm Richard Skinner uh molar completes its season with a three and six record after the win over Highlands on Friday night 50 to 14 so now what's ahead? You got a team banquet coming up, I'm assuming, um, and, and getting things uh, straightened up that way. We'll talk a little bit about the, the offseason. Let's talk first about the, the, the banquet. This has been a weird year. I know my basketball season ended right as as COVID-19 pretty much hit. We never had closure to a wonderful season for all of us from varsity through yep. JV to freshman, And it it just felt empty because you always want to thank People for for their effort, whether you had a three and six season or a, a thirteen and two season, because there are people to thank from coaches to parents to players to to seniors. Um, so it stinks. So talk about what you may be doing from a team banquet perspective.
1: Uh, yeah, so we're doing the the normal format. I, I obviously I think that there's going to be some adjustments to it, but um, but the normal format as far as a banquet is concerned, and we'll. Do all the right things, social distancing, yep. and all those things. But, um, but yeah, so it's a great opportunity to uh, to be able to honor the, the seniors. And, yeah. and um, again, this is this has been a, up in every regard. This has been a, a topsy turvy year. Uh, this has been crazy, as we're all aware. Um, and the football season uh, was certainly part of that. And, and you know, we're doing this, and then it would change. And we're doing this, and we're going to change. And and I will say this: the 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 seniors just just kept
0: everything in stride. did a, did a great job. Just I think Friday was an indication of that. I, yeah. I, I do. I mean, like I said, I, I there's a part of me that thinks you could have just checked out and nobody would have blamed you. Yep, no
1: question. And and I'll say this, you know, that um, keep giving them credit because they, uh, you know, we we didn't end the season on our on uh, the playoffs the way we wanted it to go. And I think that there was some question of of this last game. And I and I was just like, guys, we're playing. What, this is what we're doing. We're playing, and I think there was a. a and obviously, you, you know, it's the day after getting your teeth kicked in sure, by your rival. Right, it's right, not. Right. It's not a real positive thing, but um, you know, there was a little of uh, you know, mm, you know, like I'm not sure how this is all gonna go, and and then um, I, I think that when we came out the next day and went to practice, it was like nope, they were just like, all right, coach wants to play this game. We're gonna go out. We're gonna do it the what he said. We're gonna go on to these seniors. We're gonna play our tails off and and go get a win. And it was like. They just kept doing that, and and I think they led the charge for everybody. They led the charge for the coaches. They led the charge for the rest of the team, of just hey, hey I don't know what's you know like this has been turmoil. Like we were told twenty different things were going to happen, and and we're on our twenty first. Okay, let's. It looks like this is the one that we're doing. Let's go. And, and they were great about that of just dealing with the the whatever the situation was. It was directly in front of them, and went out there and executed to the best of their ability had a great attitude and and um I couldn't be more proud of them because shoot I mean they're they're 17 years old and handling all of this ups and downs and turns and twists and all those things really really well and and the ups and downs of this season of what uh what all was in store for us and and um You know, I think that they've done a great job of of having a a phenomenal attitude and setting the right attitude for the future. Um, uh, uh, They... our record, they is three and six, but these guys laid the groundwork and the foundation for the ability for us to have future success uh, above and beyond that in the wins and loss column because they've laid the groundwork for the, the current juniors
0: and sophomores
1: and freshmen of of here's the attitude that we're going to have on a day in and day out. Basis. I mean, I, I
0: think you can point to Friday night. I, I really do. I think yep. you can go back and go. These guys had nothing to play for other than pride and going out the right way, and they did it. And and, and yeah, that, that, I think that's something you can certainly point towards for sure
1: no question and and um they will they'll be a huge huge part of of the future success that we're going to be having because frankly if they if they had had a negative attitude then you're you're still in the the that's the first thing that you have to get corrected is kind of the 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 mojo, the attitude, the, um, the culture, whatever whatever that, that term is that people want to use that's the, the hot term uh, of the program, the, those things have to, to be right first before – all the other things happen. And I think you can win on a short-term basis without some of that stuff. Um, but as soon as uh, the wrong stuff happens, no doubt. Um, you know, you, you can't win big. And and I'll say this, we had a lot of wrong stuff happen. I mean, we had we had a bunch of guys that, that there was disappointment throughout the year of, of this negative thing or this negative thing. And you know what? It, we didn't. We didn't buckle under that and and go to a, a negative spot. We kept pushing forward and kept advancing, and and those are the groundworks that need to be laid first. And so these seniors did it.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, obviously, uh, mo- most fans see the the end product on on usually the the last Friday of August and, and through August and then uh, September, October, November. Uh, they they see that, but but football teams are not that that end product without the off season right so sure. talk about what you guys want to do uh, off season wise and, and and where that starts and and what all you want to accomplish
1: well it's going to start with a break um and i i am a big believer that that's important I, um, I i
0: it's funny i i completely agree i think sometimes you get things get overdone and that's where yeah, burnout that's where burnout No question takes place.
1: and, yeah. and uh, i'm not a big gray guy uh, i mean I've, I've i'm pretty um you know there there's there's you know, one side of the line, and then there's the other. I don't – and that line is razor thin. I mean, it's it, – you know, you're either all in or you're all out, and, and that's how I kind of look at it. And, um, you know, we're not going to do uh, – I'm not going to do this. So we got a month off um, by OHSAA standards. I, you know, I think we can come back on December 1st or December 2nd, whatever, whatever legal day we're allowed to yeah, come right. back, we'll do that. And then um, – but I, I don't want this, you know – Hey the you it's optional lift and you know and then the peer pressure—while well, your other buddies are in there for that optional—we're not doing any of that nonsense. Like you know, those guys get take your time off. You know, you you got a month, and some guys are going straight into another sport. You yeah, know, right. we got some well, basketball yeah, players, that, yeah, some right. wrestlers, right, yeah. some you know, all that stuff. Shoot, they don't get a break. But um, I'll say this: when they're done with those other sports, you know, I, I will want them to have a little bit of that time. If they're a, a three-sport sure. guy, says so they don't have that that burnout time. I want I want each guy to be able to. Um, you know, once they get back into it, that they're, they're rolling a million miles an hour. But we're, we're going to take this this month and have it be a real break and none of this optional stuff. I mean, if a kid does go in on his own just because yeah, he likes yeah, it, great. Sure. You know, but I only want to know. And, and I don't want it to be, well, this guy did, so right, no. you should too. I, none of that stuff. So we're going to take that break. But then we've got a handful of lists before we get into the winter break. Um, and then obviously that's some family time. Um, there will be during that time opportunities for guys to come in I would like to have the weight room open during those times for for people to come uh, those will be optional and those will not be pressured by me to, to come in or not I mean if if someone's in town or not that's up to them um, but but then when we get rolling again in January for all the guys that aren't doing other um, sports other yeah. sports we're, we're going to be rolling we're going to be going four days a week in the weight room uh, when we get to where the, the weather starts to turn we're going to do some skill development stuff, which is, you know, conditioning that's specific to uh, a position group, group, you know, no football involved. We we are allowed to do some seven guys, I think, and and a coach with a football. Uh, We will not start that stuff up until the weather starts to break in the spring. Um, But, yeah, we're going to do some skill development, which is uh, specific conditioning for a position that that, – does not involve a football or contact. And we're going to do that uh, starting in the winter. Are you a seven on seven guy? Are you allowed? Uh, I, I'm not. I okay. mean, I'm, I'm, so we get a, and I'm curious what the, the rules are going to be for the summer because they changed those. Oh rules yeah. Completely. yeah I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and I would love, I would love for the OHSAA to, to do what they did this summer. And, and they basically said, Hey, you know, from whatever time in the summer you could, you could do whatever you want. Football wise, um, all summer long with a helmet and, and a football. And, and I thought that was great. I thought it was uh, essentially allowed us to make up for what other states do with spring right. football. Right. And, and there's no pads, but um, it does help them to be able to develop. We did not have uh, – I don't think we had a single um, big injury where, where it cost anybody time from, from that what we did. Um, we did four days a week. It uh, wasn't like we were overloading the guys. I didn't think that they felt overloaded. We gave them some breaks when when we thought that well, they and, might and, have been... And
0: I will say, and, and it probably won't feel that way this year either, but but I think some of that too is they just want to get the hell outside too because sure. of what was going on. Sure, absolutely. But I, I like that format better than the 10 days and
1: because um, I think the rule in the past had been 10 days. And so if you do 7-on-7... Seven seven, um, you have to utilize those ten days, and, and frankly, now you're. And I love competing, but you're you're not getting to teach as much sure. during that sure. time because you're going to a tournament to just um, to to do that stuff. I I'd rather do things from an in-house perspective and and have those. Uh, I'd love to have it, the format that we had this summer. Uh, hopefully, they they yeah, see I, the I, benefit. I, yeah, I would
0: hope may, may, maybe get input from coaches around the state, and hopefully, you know that, that's that that's the smart thing to do, in my opinion. I mean, if you want to see, hey. I know we threw this curveball at you or threw this opportunity at you. What did you think of it? How did you think it worked? Yep. And I would be one of the bet most coaches would say, Work, worked worked extreme, extremely well, so let's do this again. So hopefully they get that feedback.
1: That, I hope so too, because I thought, I thought it was great. I, I thought it allowed us to to develop guys. Frankly, the other part of that was, is uh, we're new in a system and, and so forth. So a lot everybody to learn that system. Sure. But I, I think in the future, it'll allow younger kids to be able to compete for time because, um, the, they'll be able to, to go head to head for a little bit longer time with, um, you know, the other varsity guys. And so I I think that those things will be great. uh, If we're able to do that, I think that that'd be very, very beneficial. And I think it'd be good for the state as far as football is concerned.
0: Agreed. Agreed. No, I I agree. I, I I think states that do spring football, I think it's a positive thing. I I, I do. I know Kentucky went to it, what, 10 or 15 years, maybe even longer than that. And, uh, every coach I know has always thought it's been a positive thing for them to do it. Uh, so yeah, no, no, no doubt. I'll say the one thing about it that that, and I
1: understand some of the differences, and and I think part of the hangup. I don't know this for sure because I'm I'm pretty new to all this in high school, but I think part of the hangup is is due to the weather, uh, like the spring sports of baseball and track. That's some of the um, probably more prevalent than than the I guess lacrosse is getting there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but yeah. Um, those state tournaments are later because it's colder yep. and, and things along those lines. And so if you did spring football, there could be a conflict yeah, between the two. I get that, but
0: if you're going to open it up in the summer like they did, and yes. that's that's the, that's the alternative to it. That's right? that, the that's, alternative. That's your spring football.
1: Yeah, and now it doesn't help with the recruiting as far as colleges being right. able to come see you. But at least the development for, for our high school football players is going to uh, be greater than if we don't
0: have that. I think that that's a key component of it. And, and it doesn't force them to choose either, right? I mean, I, right. I, I, I look, I we're in the specialization age of sports for yeah. sure. And, and look, some guys aren't good enough to play two or three sports. Some guys are just sports specific and that's fine sure. too. But in this case, it doesn't force them to choose. They, they can play if they're playing a spring sport, you know, football, football lacrosse feels like it's always been kind of the parallel. The football guys play lacrosse, lacrosse guys play football. Um, and they don't have to feel like, man, I'm missing out or, or I have to choose. I can get back to football when it's time to get back to football.
1: Yeah. And, and I'll, I want guys competing. I mean, make no mistake about it. I'm, I'm, I'm wanting guys go wrestle, go play basketball, go play. I think your skill uh, development there for sure. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you're you're competing and competing, right? And uh, I mean, if you're out on a lacrosse field and and pushing yourself, I mean, if you're in a in a in a game, you're gonna just naturally push yourself more than you would necessarily, um, you know, just running wind sprints or whatever, sure. you know, it's sure. just you're you're going to go above and beyond why because you're competing to win against somebody else. And, you know, basketball, same way. I, I think that those things are great. I think there's very few and far between times where I would be like, man, I'd rather you be in the weight room with us right. than, than playing basketball. The only time that that would be situations if you had an offensive lineman that needs to gain 25, right, 30, sure. 40 pounds, and they're going to be the 15th guy in the basketball court that they're just going to be holding a bag for somebody right. else to, to – Box out and so then it's like ah, I don't I mean yeah. <laughs> no. you're probably better off actually lifting with us and and putting some more muscle mass on but outside of something like that uh, I'm I'm always like go compete but what I'd love to have is that where you right. now is okay. June one, we're in football time again. Now you can develop. Now you can, we can develop you, uh, from a football standpoint and, and get you in the weight room and all those things, uh, go Monday through Thursday, let those guys have their, their long weekends off. And if they still do like, uh, AAU basketball or they can lacrosse that, right. or yeah, baseball, sure. they can go do all those tournaments still. Yeah. But we get, every, you get both. Now it's 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 a grind on those kids. Yeah,
0: that's the choice they make. I mean, but yeah, I if a you
1: want to play two, three sports, that's that's the choice you're making. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. And and so you know there's going to be a grind. But you, now you're not taking a backseat in development because. That's all these other sports. Are, they have their second season, and they're developing in that time. No but football, there is no second season. There's there is none of that. So I wish they'd allow us to do that because essentially, they're allowing you to do it in all the other sports, it's football's the one that they're that really you don't get that second opportunity to develop. There's no you football. No, and so that's you know if you give us the summer to do more football specific stuff, that's that's essentially like. That, that second season that could allow them to develop so that we don't slide down the, the rankings as far as uh, the recruitment scale, yeah, no you doubt. know, because no that's a concern. And uh, you want this state to maintain
0: being a, a top five state in the country. No question. Mark, I certainly enjoyed, uh, enjoyed doing these Tuesday podcasts with you. Um, I, I know people are going to look at the raw record of three and six. But as a, as a coach myself, I admire what you guys accomplished this year. The, the schedule was a grind. The competition was a grind trying to build a program that, that's, that's not had a ton of success and, and to end on a high note and all those things, uh, you certainly, I think, I think, laid the framework for, for what's going forward.
1: Uh, you know, our, our goal is that someday we're, we're going to be looking back upon this and, and um, um, we're going to look at these seniors and say that the, these seniors um, started the, the process of us getting to um, – you know Mount Everest of where we want to be, yeah. and and so that's uh, I I think that that these seniors deserve a lot of credit because we're going to look back upon this group and and um, be very thankful for the what they did to set the
0: standards uh, and groundwork moving forward. All right, for our executive producer Robbie, I'm Richard Skinner, and the coach Mark Elder. This has been the Molar Football Podcast.